Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put out important news. With us again, happy to have him back, Alan Paul Silverstein, present CEO of Imagine AR. The company trades on the CSC under the stock symbol IP, and for our friends in the U.S., under the stock symbol IPNFF. With him is Michael Anderson, the new advisor to the CEO for spearheading UK and Europe sales. For those of you who are new to the story, as the name implies, Imagine AR is an augmented reality company. They enable businesses to create their own mobile phone AR campaigns with no programming or technology experience. For those who don't even know what AR is, it's essentially a technology that lays digital images and graphics over the real world. Don't take my word for it though. Tim Cook, Apple CEO said, and I'm gonna read this quote, AR will play an important role in how we use technology in the future and promises to be as influential in our society as the smartphone. Imagineer has already started commercializing. Clients include the Sacramento Kings, Mall of America, AT&T. Uh, partnerships include uh, Microsoft authorized co-sell partner and some great partnerships with the likes of North Highland, a top-ranked global consulting firm with over 5,000 consultants and 70 offices. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Good afternoon, George. Oh, good morning. Well, you're in the UK. That's the great thing. You're joining us from the UK, so we have that time zone. But good, good morning to me. Good afternoon to you. So perhaps, George, if it's okay with you, I'd like to just share with the investors a bit about myself and why I'm involved and the, what the exciting opportunities that we see here in, in UK and Europe. Absolutely. Um, I have a 20-year a, a career in publishing, I worked uh, directly with uh, the Murdochs at, at News Corp uh, here in the UK running The Sun, which is the, uh, at one time was certainly the world's largest selling English newspaper in the world. Unbelievable. Uh, obviously I was part of the transition of that into digital. Um, I also launched a uh, paper here in the UK called Metro, which was a um, free newspaper distributed on the, the travel systems and it achieved the fastest growth in newspaper history. We went from $100,000 a week to a million dollars a week in 12 months. Um, and so I'm used to being involved in things that are new and fast. Uh, I then came out of that business and for the last 10 years, I created a startup. So I've got this kind of interesting mix of uh, corporate background, uh, C-suite, senior level connections and contacts, and then I've been in a room with three guys and an idea and tried to develop a, a, a company from right from the scratch. So from, uh, from the C-suite to the startup suite, you've, been, you've succeeded at all those levels. But indeed. And what I do now is I, I call, I, I join the dots between those two things. Uh, it's usually the guys with the great tech and ideas 
and try and bring them to the bigger partners so those ideas can be scaled, brought to market and, and grow fast. So I'm used to, um, I'm used to you know, finding uh, new things that I think are, have their moment. And I think the key thing with this technology right now is it's about timing. And in fact, the timing is right now for this technology to be embraced. And what Alan and the guys have done in terms of democratizing this technology by making it easy and accessible really got us excited because before this was just a nice thing to have, but expensive to produce. Actually, what the guys have done is taken away all that anxiety over the technical challenge. The challenge for this technology now is the imagination of marketeers to run campaigns and so many, so many different use cases across a whole different set of industries. Uh, they clearly That's what got I want to talk to you about because clearly you're a trailblazer who also is ahead of the curve. I mean, when I looked at your bio, that was exceptional. I mean, if someone's successful at the C-suite old media space like you have, that's an unbelievable resume. If someone's successful at creating new business models like you did for the Metro, you know, that, that free that people probably looked at you and said you were crazy at the time yeah. uh, and you create new business models. If you just did that alone, that would be incredible. If you mm -hmm. just did Chelsea apps where you've had clients like KPMG, Landbroke, Standard Life, that would yeah. be incredible. But you've done all three. So you've earned that reputation. So what I want to ask you is, what do you see as the future of augmented reality? Well, I, 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 I think that the thing is that it's, it, it, it's, a, it, it's just going to catch the moment now. I think these things that have been around for a while, you know, if I look at previous projects that have done well, the thing that's really been interesting is that it's the timing more than necessarily the idea. So here we're in a situation where people want to engage. This is a mobile-enabled technology. It's easy to deploy and use. And people are looking for new ways to get fan engagement in the sports franchise, uh, re re uh, retail, um, loyalty programs with customers. Uh, you know, uh, you know there, there, there's so many different ways. In fact, the, the interesting thing is I've got involved with Alan is that the use cases are endless. And so that has a, it has a vast opportunity because there isn't a sector we couldn't go to and find a deployment or find a use for this technology. Well, and it's amazing that you say that because, and then Alan, I'm going to come back to you here in a second. But since you said that, Michael, I'm actually going to read my last question was going to say exactly this. It's amazing you said that. Is this the biggest opportunity you've ever seen? Because newspapers technically are finite. Right, uh, you know there there is a there is a finite market to them at the end of the day, even though it's very yeah. big. Augmented reality seems to be almost infinite, and it's yeah. amazing that you just brought up that very point where you say the possibilities are endless. Is it almost are the possibilities almost too big, or are you going to focus on some exactly. specific verticals oh, first? That's, so that's, fair, that's a fair question. So one of the challenges is how do we package this up and how do we commercialize? Right. Right, and how do we make this easy to buy? What Alan and the team have done is made the, the, the technology, uh, the implementation of the technology uh, easy, cloud-based. Uh, we, can, we, can, you know, we can do deployment. The technology piece is kind of no longer the issue, right? You're going to be using AR. The issue is now how do we make that a commercial property? So if you're in a sports franchise, for instance, um, if you're in a stadium, for instance, 
then all the static sites in the stadium can be activated with AR, right? That then means that you, the value of your asset, the value of your estate could be considerably higher very quickly with existing sponsors, plus an ability to bring in new sponsors and new revenues. But also you can enhance the, 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 the fan experience by uh, using this technology and uh, you can create for the for the stadium owner or this the, the suite um, you know the the commercial teams in these in these properties they'll 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 end up having quite an interesting menu of other options to upsell to clients and that's where i think this is interesting it's kind of the technology is one thing but it's the commercialization of that technology that's really exciting well, and our job is to kind of package that up, make that easy to buy and understand so that uh, at scale. And I'm glad you brought up the example of the stadiums. Uh, you're in the UK, in England. So obviously, uh, you know, when you're watching football, you've got those pretty prominent ads around the, around the, uh, the pitch. In, I'm Canadian, primarily a hockey fan. And I always said to myself, in hockey, they put these static logos all around the boards that don't do anything. And I always wondered to myself for years, I always said, you know, I wonder if one day technology is going to be able to bring those, those yeah. static ads on the boards to life so that while I'm watching during the game, I'm incentivized during a, a brief break in the game to actually scan and, and the logos that I like and have something given to me. So the activation part, Michael, is, is really exciting about, about what you're talking about. Let me, let me hop to Alan. Alan, for the most part, you know, your shareholders love what you're doing. Uh, they love the direction you're going in. Uh, there are always going to be some critics of the small cap space, but doesn't this uh, addition of Michael really give Imagine AR incredible uh, validation be given his level, his, his achievements and success at, from the C-suite to the startup suite at the end of the day? And how did you even make it happen? Because you're a New York guy and Michael is, uh, is in the UK. Absolutely, George. Thank you very much. And thank you, Michael, for joining us this evening. I appreciate you taking your time out of uh, your personal time. So first of all, George, I have a new background because I've gotten so many comments that, you know, you're sitting there with a white background and there's nothing ever on the whiteboard. And that's because we're technical now, right? We have everything online with Teams, Slack and everything else. That's why there's nothing on the whiteboard. So I had enough comments. So Previously, I told you I work with the Miracle on Ice team, and I see us as like the Miracle on Ice team, right? Everyone's counting against us. It's a small group of people out of America and Canada trying to do something nobody ever anticipated in the world. And the do you believe in miracles really came together. And I had the opportunity to work with Mike Ruzioni, Jim Craig, and all them. So the, every week we'll do a different background so we can kind of get people interested so they don't get bored with the wife. But back to Michael, we were excited to have the opportunity. Uh, Mike Tunnicliffe obviously from the UK background and enormously successful as the EVP of Universal Music. As you know, right. he's in a $140 million business. He's on our board. Him and Mike go back a ways. And actually, funny enough, Steve Ridley, another advisor, go back away. So I'm now outnumbered that we have more people working with us from the UK than we do coming from the US, which is quite interesting. And Mike and Mike Tunnicliffe and Mike Anderson worked previously. And when we got selected for the World Football Summit, even making the final 16, we always had been looking towards Europe and the UK as an opportunity. And this opened up our eyes to say, there's definitely an opportunity. Discussed with Mike Tunnicliffe at length and Steve, and Mr. Anderson's name kept coming up. And we got on the phone, we had the opportunity to chat. He had an enormous grasp of technology. 
He understood the opportunity significant, has tremendous relationships in sports, obviously, media, infrastructure. And it was a natural to look to Mike to really spearhead our entry into sure. the UK. So it's exciting. He's not just Mike either. He didn't bring up, but he brought a team. And we've been already working with his team of some really senior experienced gentlemen. Both I didn't know that. that. That's great new info. So we've got the ability to not just work with Mike, but his full team to really roll this out into the UK and beyond. And because he understands, you know, media, he understands sports, he understands technology and mobile apps, it's a natural. And we were thrilled that he accepted the opportunity to work with us, but even more so to really spearhead the sales and revenue opportunities, both in UK and beyond in Europe. So Michael, you did, you have this massive network that I don't think there's almost, I don't think there's an industry you can't touch in the UK. Uh, who will you be targeting first? Ver so, or, and I'm not talking specific companies because you may know, but uh, any specific sure. verticals or are you going to spread out a little I, bit, a little I, bit of retail, a little bit of sports? I, what do you, what, what's I, your thought I, process there? Okay. So as, as we've already discussed, the, the verticals are endless. The, the, the obvious things are to take where there's been some good traction already, which is in the sports franchise spaces. We um, have a good connection, a good network of that. Um, so we, you know, we, 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 that's definitely a place that we're going to play. Um, then there's the, the whole retail and outdoor side um, uh, and malls and all those kind of things, where again, as I mentioned about the static, uh, you know, activating static sites, that's, yep. that's, that's a very interesting place. And those businesses are quite challenged in the COVID period. So, you know, it's how do, they, how do we give them some excitement to excite their brands and advertisers that when they come back on, there's a new feature, a new way, a new way to engage, and particularly the mobile personalization piece. Um, I've done a fair bit of work in the gaming space, um, lots of opportunity there. Um, and we don't see any shortage of people to talk to. What we, what we want to make sure we do is come up with the right commercial packages for each of those verticals understand those businesses and how to deploy. The other challenge is, and, and we're well used to this, if you look at, you know, when I started in the apps business 10 years ago, there were no apps buyers, right? You didn't walk into companies and there was the apps chap or person, right? It was generally somebody who was an enthusiast in the organization, right? And it might've been the CEO, it might've been the marketing manager, it might've been a data person, it might've been a whole bunch of people. And what I see in AR is at the moment there is, it's not yet established as to who the AR person is, the marketing person or the tech, tech team. But what you're beginning to see is people are seeing examples like Alan and the team have already created that then creates activations. We're beginning, you're beginning to get some incoming in the States, Alan, from other franchises who see what you're doing. And in fact, we've had a couple of approaches from teams here in, in probably one of the largest sports franchises in the world, which is the Premier League, uh, that want to understand how they're going to do this and how they can use this uh, technology. So what you'll find is you need to get a kind of, um, you know, you need to get some stakeholders on board with the key brands. So obviously we're going to focus on those. Once you get those stakeholders, things tend to snowball from there. And so you know, Alan and I are talking about who those stakeholders are and how we how we get them, we happen to have the connections so we can move pretty fast uh, to get, you know, the, the, the whole concept of how you do this. Uh, and, and what Alan and the guys have done as well is packaged up various ways in which you can uh, deploy the technology. 
Is it, is it fair to say, Michael, that they've just made it so easy for organizations and businesses to deploy? Is that a, is that a fair statement? Because I think the shareholders at home would probably you know want to hear that. Uh, what you, what your thoughts are on that? Uh, and because that'll give them the confidence about marketability. Yeah. The, 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 the great thing about these sorts of technologies is that when you present them, they don't like wow factor, right? They don't like getting people excited when they see the possibility of what you can do. The, the, it's then the commercialization of that and how, they, how you make it easy to buy and understand how they're going to manage the capability of this technology uh, in a way to, to, to give them a good ROI. And I, I, I think that's gonna be pretty straightforward and easy um, because they're going to be, you know, when already when I've kind of done a couple of demos, people are just in awe how easy Alan and the guys have made it. And this is a key thing that people need to understand, you know, as an investor is that just how that bit is done now, right? This isn't a kind of chin pulling exercise and it's great, but how could I do it? You know, oh, I have to, you know, use a load of new technology. I have to employ a load of developers. I have to kind of design the experience. All of that we've taken care of, right? We can now uh, enable you, right? And now it's the, 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 the sort of two challenges really are, if you're a marketing director and you're using this technology to get your engagement, it's the stream of thinking and imagination that you can come up with to make this thing happen again and again and again. That's really, really, it's a different, different it's no longer a technical, technology challenge. Alan, you've been, Look, uh, I've known you for a couple of years, even though we became officially married, you know, a few months ago, I've known you for a couple of years and I was there watching you, you know, grind, fight uh, and scratch and try and get people to understand AR and keep the company going. How does it feel for you? And I guess it'll feel the same for shareholders. How does it feel for you to listen to Michael talk about how easy it is for your technology to be deployed. And the only hard part, quote, hard part for potential customers is imagining the possibilities and coming up with innovative ways to use it, but otherwise uh, deploying the technology easily. How does that make you feel to, to hear that today? You know what's funny, George? You both, you, both you and Michael both use the word imagine, which is pretty funny. And we did <laughs> actually, we own Imagine AR as the trademark now in the United States. That's official, so we did get it. it it's validation you know, of what we're doing. And it's exciting to get senior people with a lot of experience. Michael, I'm sure has tremendous amount of offers and opportunities to get engaged with, to spend time with his team and build out. And to have him really do a deep dive on our tech, see what we have, understand it, but not only understand it, get excited, the passion, you know, just sitting here watching Michael makes me smile because there's the passion, there's the bug, knowing that AR is something that's so different and so game changing. And yet someone like him, who's a marketing genius and knows how to bring things out to market, he, it's just a perfect scenario for Imaginaire and our future. And we're not talking about going out there and saying, okay, maybe in a year, Michael moves pretty fast. Uh, we've already had a number of times with his teams. We've done technical overviews. We've already gone through collateral. Got a very, very short team around him. It's very exciting. Similar to when we did the partnership, George, with Engage Nations and Jerry, the CEO there, and Loop Insights. And these are very bright people. They've got great business up and running. They know what they're doing. They're not going to waste their time, right? They're not going to get engaged saying, oh, this is fun. Right, they that's the, the inference. Yep. They see the opportunity. So when you start looking at this, 
And you look at these partners and now going across the pond with Michael, a very, very senior guy with a tremendous reputation and understands tech and getting excited. I'm really, really optimistic for the future of Imagine AR just here in North America, but around the world. Michael, yeah. you're a doer. Clearly you're a doer, but it's August right now in Europe and that's typically vacation month. Uh, I'm not sure if that changes because of Corona and maybe people are less likely to be at the beach in a way, but are you already, have you already hit the ground running or do you have to hold back the horses and wait for people to get back into work? There are a couple of things that played into a favor. First of all, all the great work that's already been done, right? We have to anglicize that a bit and we're working on that. It doesn't take us long to do that. We know our customers, right? The, 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 so that, you know, the, 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 we will be, we're not hanging, we're not heading to the beach just yet, right? We're, 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 you know, we're going to get out there. The other thing that's in our favor is the, the leagues are all about to start again because of what's happened, because they've been delayed in their finish. So, we're, you know, business is continuing, uh, certainly in the sports franchise, everybody's up eager to get going and get back to kind of what was, you know. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is that this is a, and I've seen this in mobile tech before, where they, you know, they, uh, when I was working with Labrooks, for instance, right, first of all, it was, oh, mobile might be quite big in gambling and gaming, right? To, oh, no, mobile's now 20% of our business. To, oh, no, mobile's now 80% of our business. Holy moly. Right? And uh, so I think, you know, with this sort of thing, what happens is, we're moving from the nice to have, right, to the business critical, right? Because really, I'm more, once, once we've wowed them with the, what the possibilities are, the real conversations we have to have are around the, the business side of it, the impact it has for your business, not just the, the relationship and the deeper uh, interactions you're going to have with your consumers, but your mobile embedded with a brilliant technology. And it, it will move from that nice to have to the kind of business business essential. If and you don't have that in your suite, you'll be missing something in terms of your capability to communicate with customers. Well, I was about to say, the pressure might also come from the advertiser side, right? If I'm a Gorecom and I want to be advertising the Premier League on the, on the boards around the stadium, I may look at the different teams, at the different opportunities say, hey, by the way, what are you doing for me to go beyond static? Right. So, the, the, so the pressure may come from both internal, but even on the outside by saying, hey, George, you're not going to just have a static Agoracom ad uh, at, you know, at, at, I won't name any teams, at, at that team's, it's going to come to life. So is that fair to say that the appetite for AR is growing in, in the UK? Well, I think the interest is growing. The, the, it's the, it's, our job is to make the packaging up the applications to commercial connections. Right, it's a business transaction. This is this, we've just enabled this space, so we've taken a huge part of this away. And now, and now I want to sit and talk to you about money and how this is going to get you more money. Why you're using this technology? Why you're going to get customers spending more money? Why you're going to be able to give different commercial experiences? Why you're going to be able to open up other markets that you hadn't thought about? That maybe you know uh, this the, this. Uh, a technology will be able to activate. So there's a, there's a big commercial conversation to have with people that's beyond the kind of the nice to have piece, right? I'm, I'm going to put both you guys on the spot here a little bit, which is the following. 
Given how big, Alan, given how big of a market Michael sees and the endless possibilities, um, right now, Michael is advisor to the CEO. You know, at some point, does Michael become more ingrained in the company? <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, George, I'm yeah, not talking uh, about your position. I'm not talking about you take your job, but uh, well, it's it, you know a year from now, if he's brought in client A, client B, client C, and the UK is rolling, I don't know. Does it does it morph? Have you guys talked about that, or am I just putting you on the spot? And we should leave that George, conversation. George, okay. you're telling me to take a holiday in August, right? <laughs> <laughs> Do a couple of deals and uh, be more deeply embedded in the company. I, I, you know. <laughs> going great alan <laughs> alan you're on mute no i knew that i'd let him speak i had uh, some noise outside the window you know certainly let's take one step at a time you know when mike tunnicliffe came aboard he was an advisor he's now on our board he's an investor he's very active in sales i'm very excited for the future again if, if for stockholders to know mike is uh, tunnicliffe has a major reputation in world of music he's part of it we're very excited about michael joining now from the uk you know what our plans are to expand into to Europe and beyond. So again, let's take it one step at a time, but we're excited, but he's demonstrated already, you know, tremendous opportunities up front already in terms of working with a team, anglicizing, he's got his own Twitter account up, imagine AR uh, underline UK is already up and running. So okay, we got to find that we'll put that up on the screen. Yeah, so we got that as well. So Again, Michael's a doer, and that's what we'd like to see as someone who's out there, aggressive, but a tremendous reputation, great network, which is the key, and access to opportunity. But as you listen to Michael, you could just sit back and understand. He gets it. He understands it. And the bottom line, it's all about closing deals. Yeah. Gentlemen, thanks for much. Thanks for much. Michael, especially you, it's been a real pleasure having you on. Uh, someone of your gravity in terms of success at all the different levels you know i know we've we've had a fun conversation here but the fact of the matter is uh it's not easy to achieve excellence in any just one of those verticals or those spaces that you've achieved and you've achieved in multiple uh so the fact that you're on and now you're uh, you're on the team with imagine i'm sure you know putting my flux capacitor and kind of feeling what investors will probably be feeling when this interview is done. They're going to feel fantastic knowing that someone of your caliber uh, uh, sees, the, sees the quality of the, of the technology, the quality of the company and wants to grow it. So uh, really appreciate your thoughts today. Oh, I'm very excited about it. And uh, like you say, in the end, we've got to go and get the results, but it, it's, it, it's moment has come. I'm going to say it's not a question of if, it's just a question of degree of success because you've got that track record. So the real question is, you know, is does it nice success here or incredible success there? That's the only part that remains to be seen. But I'm, I'm, if I go to Ladbrokes on your app, I would be betting on you uh, for a fantastic right. success. <laughs> well, good. We're all betting on ourselves. So <laughs> That's exactly it. Thank exactly you, gentlemen. Really appreciate it. Alan. Congratulations, another great addition and expanding the company's uh, reach into the UK and Europe in a real substantial way. Absolutely. Thank you, George. And we're following our plan. We're going step by step. We're going, you know, in the way, very focused, specific, getting the right pieces of the puzzle because we're not here just for one deal. We're not here. We're here to own the place and own the market and really make our mark throughout the world where they are. And Michael is going to be that first big step outside of North America to begin that journey together. Fantastic. Thanks, guys. For everyone at home, you've been watching, or if you've been listening in by podcast, 
Uh, you've been watching Alan Paul Silverstein, President and CEO of Imagine AR, and Michael Anderson, advisor to the CEO, who is now spearheading UK and Europe. Look, you've watched or heard what they've had to say. Uh, it's the time for you to do even more. If you're new, start your due diligence. Uh, if you're one of our great shareholders that's been around for a while, continue digging into that due diligence. Uh, you know, maybe even maybe even engage Michael uh, on his Twitter account, and who knows, maybe we'll be able to bring Michael onto the uh, onto the uh, verified forum on Agoracom as well. But guys, due to diligence about augmented reality, clearly, given the quality of the relationships Imagine AR has been able to create in 2020, there's a bright future ahead. Make sure you're part of that bright future. Have a great day. Stay safe. Talk to you soon.